0: Welcome to Fast Fiction Podcasts. The Three Wise Men. The Policeman. Oh no! Not again! What is it this time, officer? What, me? Don't be ridiculous! I never drive over 60Ks in a built-up area. Not at this time of day. Well, I'm never up for one thing usually, but then... Well, then your infrared thingy is broken. I just wish you police would spend more time catching real criminals rather than hassling innocent... Inno, inno, in, 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 people like me who are merely trying to get into the Christmas spirit. What's that? I can't hear you. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I'll turn the radio off. No, no, wait a minute, that's, what is that? That's, oh, that's the window wiper. Well, what does this little button do then? Good Lord, it's a cigarette lighter. I didn't know cars still had them. Well, how do you switch the wretched thing off? You do it then. Go on. Ah, (sighs) good, that's better. Modern cars. Nothing but knobs. What do you mean, is this my car? Of course it isn't. As if I'd be able to afford a car like this on my miserable pension. No, my car is in the garage, suffering an identity crisis. It thinks it's a drag car. The door has fallen off and we can't fix it because the main screw fell down the drain. Yes, of course it was an accident. So was my son. No, I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, my son was an accident. And also he had an accident. No, nothing serious. But he ran over my car with his motorbike. Yes, that's right. My car with his motorbike. Oh, it's a long story. And you can blame all those reruns of Evil Knievel... I've got a 45-year-old son with a Peter Pan identity crisis. What? You don't know Evil Knievel? What do they teach you in police academy these days? Evil Knievel was a stunt driver whose main skill was jumping his motorbike over a dozen cars or buses or trucks or things. This car? Oh, that's easy to explain. Yes, yes, it's my neighbor's car. What? How impertinent course they know I'm borrowing it. It's a private arrangement. We borrow their car when we need it and they borrow our ride-on mower when it's working. At the moment it isn't because, yes, that's right, because our son drove his motorbike over it. What do you mean? Did I have a good reason for speeding? Well, first of all, you're not going to catch me with that one. I don't admit to speeding, do I? And if I did, I assure you it would be for a very good reason, which it is. You may have noticed I have a very large amount of Christmas groceries in the back and I'm trying to get home before the turkey defrosts, the prawns go off and the ice cream melts. And just by way of interest, the 1998 Oprah reruns start in less than half an hour. Today she is dealing with being in touch with your body which I particularly want to watch as the body she is talking about touching is Brad Pitt. What was that? Ah, ah, you noticed the cat. Yes, it is my cat. Well, there's no law against having a cat as a passenger, is there? No, she's not restrained because she just jumped in when I opened the door because my neighbour's dog chased her in. Well, now you mention it, yes, he did jump in with her. I wondered when you'd notice him. Cowering under the back seat, is he? Yes, he gets car sick very easily. Another reason for driving home fast. No, I couldn't get him out either. You don't think I'm going to wrestle with a St Bernard when he's displaying territorial rights over his own car, do you? No? No, I didn't know I had a dent in the back. That must have happened when the little old man fell off his push bike just after I left my defensive driving school this morning. What do you mean would I step out of the car? Of course I won't blow into that silly bag. What? Do you think I'm drunk or something? No, I certainly won't accompany you to the police station. I'm Far too busy and my groceries are in jeopardy as we speak. Can't you see the ice cream is melting? The butter is coddling, the mince pies are fermenting, the turkey is dribbling and everything green is wilting. Oh, now don't be taken in by the grey hair and twin set officer. You've eaten a few too many burgers and fries to be any threat to me, you great wall of blubber. Disgrace to the police force you are. Now watch it, watch it, and get your ruddy hands off me! I, no, right. Well, take this then, and oh, yes, and oh, ah, officer, 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 get up, dear. Get, look, look. How about we both wish each other a merry Christmas and go our separate ways, officer? Yeah, officer. I, Christ, what a wuss. Oh, not again. The Psychiatrist. Dr Watson can see you now, madam. Would you like to go in, please? Actually, doctor, I feel fine. Better than i felt in a long time, in fact. And a happy new year to you. Have we met before, by the way? Your face does look familiar. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember the incident. What was it, three months ago? Oh, that was a most unfortunate accident. Totally erroneous charge, of course. I only meant to show you what had happened at the supermarket, not demonstrate to you. Well, how is your shoulder? Really? You're still having treatment? Goodness, and the paperweight barely touched you. Mind you, I must admit you don't look well. You've lost a lot of hair and put on quite a lot of weight. And you're a dreadful colour. You should eat more prunes. Prunes and fibre. What? Oh, I realise you've got to give me the once-over, but there really isn't any need. Although I suppose what you really want to do is find out why I kicked the policeman. Well, to tell the truth, I don't really know myself. It was an impulse, I suppose. Like, when you're on the highway and the lout in front of you is hogging the lanes and you've just got to ram him over to the side of the road to teach him a lesson, that sort of thing. It's something you just have to do, isn't it? And I must admit, the couple of glasses of sherry at the bridge club for the breakfast to get together for the over-80s probably didn't help. But, of course, they are very small glasses. Although, come to think of it, Vera Hobbs did keep filling them up. Not her fault. She's well over 90 and suffering macular degeneration. Ah, yes, the policeman. Well, I could feel myself getting angry. The way he wouldn't listen to all the reasons why I was... uh, Why I was driving sort of fast. And suddenly I got this urge to ram the car door into his fat belly, which was highly therapeutic because it saved me driving off in a temper at full speed and ramming the car into the one in front. It was a form of channeling, I expect. Yes, yes, channeling, that's what they call it. That's right, doctor, isn't it? When you don't do what you really want to, but do something else instead. And it works too. Yes, I like those classes. That's where they sent me last time I had an infringement with the law. Well, that's to say I used to like them. When we had that pretty little blonde girl Josie take the group. She was a very sweet girl, yes. Brought us tea and biscuits, yes. But towards the end of the course, we had a Greek girl, Maria something, with the hairy armpits. True, true, great hairy armpits she had. And you know, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's a woman with hairy armpits. Especially when they don't wear a bra and have their bosoms hanging out and are wearing short skirts that go halfway up to their laundry. Gives the men ideas, it does. And before you know it, innocent women like me are being raped and pillaged and having to protect ourselves as best we can. That's why I always carry my handbag. Oh yes, I keep lots of things handy. I've always found a knitting needle useful. And then of course mace or oven cleaner, if you don't get it. I admit it does have its downsides. Before you know it, you're serving time and having to sit in on those rat bag sessions with those wimpy therapists who sit there picking their teeth with their dirty fingernails, telling you how to channel your anger. Bull manure it is. And I'll tell you why. Because when you channel your anger like I did on the highway, you find yourself pulled off in here again like a school child and having to sit in front of another screwball who sits there tapping his fingers whilst you're talking and he never stops. Not for an instant. For heaven's sake, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's people who tap, tap, tap their fingers on the desk. Or keys. Ching, chink, chink. The noise goes right through you and your head pounds and the pressure builds up as if you've got a steamer inside your head and the weight and the heat makes you feel you're going to explode and you can feel it crashing against your eyeballs like a war of his fists and you want to scream, scream, I tell you, Doctor. And you fancy schmancy gentlemen just sit there scribbling on pieces of paper telling us we should channel our anger by throwing a ball around or pounding on clay, like we do in therapy classes. But I don't have a ball or any clay, and I can't channel my anger, Doctor. I'm stuck with it. Do you hear? It's writhing around inside me, rolling around, beating me up inside, crashing and booming and thumping around. And if you don't stop chinking those damn keys, I'll come over there behind that expensive desk and poke my knitting needle in every orifice I can find. Doctor, did you hear me? Don't think I'm channeling my anger by merely talking. I... I channel my anger better when I use my kickboxing skills. Doctor? Doctor, what are you doing? Oh, don't you touch me. I know my right... There, oh. there, dog. What are, oh. what are you doing down there on the floor, oh. you wimpy, woozy doctor? I was just channeling a bit, that's all. Hello? Mrs. Receptionist? I think you'd better come and see Doctor. He seems to have fallen off his chair. Oh dear, not again. The judge. Court in session. Please rise for judge jury. That's right. That's what I said. Not guilty, Your Honour. No, that's all right, Your Honour. I know my rights. That's why I want to defend myself. I always do. I don't trust those lawyers. Expensive whores they are, that's all. Promise you everything and deliver nothing. And the facts were and are simple enough. I was travelling along the highway in a hurry to get back to my home. My humble abode last Christmas Eve. My humble dwelling in which I live with my cats, dogs and middle-aged dysfunctional children. Not my husband, of course. He deserted us years ago, the bastard. But there you go. All men are bastards. The scurvy creeps. "'Beg pardon, Your Honour, with the exception of some, of course. "'Although I must admit you look a bit like him. "'Though your eyebrows meet more in the middle, "'and your mouth curls down, and and your nose is much bigger. "'Have you seen those cosmetic makeover shows on the telly recently, by the way? "'They're very good. "'What was that?' "'Well, yes, I was at the junction, "'and as I was travelling along the highway, "'I began to read all the signs. "'You know, the posters.' There was one in particular. Funny it was. A picture of a boiled egg which had wheels attached. The slogan read, You can go to work on an egg. Well, I thought it was funny. Perhaps you have to see it to... Oh, never mind. Anyway, a few k's further on was another poster showing a woman in a brasier. I tell you, it had a picture of a brasier with an enormous cleavage and I found myself wondering how much it measured from one nipple across to another. I estimated about 20 feet. Then I was just trying to calculate what feet and inches would be in the silly modern metric system, when I noticed the police car behind and heard the siren. Nerve-wracking it was. Goodness, it gave me a headache. How on earth are we supposed to concentrate on our driving skills with that racket coming at us? A great lump of wasted space he was, and he began to accuse me of speeding, driving with unrestrained animals while under the influence of alcohol. And yes, I must confess, I got a little angry at him and sort of pushed open the door suddenly into his groin. And yes, yes, I I did hit him a little, but only with my handbag. Yes, I, I... Admit I did kick him, too, when he was lying on the ground and squealing so stupidly. "'What was that? My other charge? Oh, that!' "'Well, I must admit, I find that unfair. "'I do think I was provoked by the psychiatrist. "'I mean, he kept on chinking those damn keys "'until my head throbbed and I felt this pounding need to chink back. "'But I didn't have any keys. "'Yes, well, that's when I got out my knitting needle.' Oh, you see, you're just as bad making those silly accusations about me hitting the psychiatrist, attacking the psychiatrist. Goodness me, it wasn't as if I didn't have a good reason. Justified revenge, I think it's called. No, I can't say my life was under threat, but my sanity was. I mean, clink, clink, clink of the pen, chink, chink, chink of the keys and... No, Your Honour, I will not stand down. I will have my say. And if you try to stop me, I'll show you what I learnt from my U3A karate class. Black belt for the over-sixties, I am. And I assure you, that's nothing to take lightly. Find it funny, do you? Well, see if this is funny. Uh. Or this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. What? (laughs) Oh. Oh no. Judge? Judge, do get up, judge. Guards? Guards? Do come and help the judge, will you? Good God, what's wrong with you men these days? Wusses, that's what you all are. You have been listening to The Three Wise Men, written and dramatized by Brianna Cross. We hope you have enjoyed all our podcasts this year, and maybe you could give us a little Christmas present by giving us a favorable review on your favorite podcast platform. Enjoy the festive season, and we'll see you, hopefully, next year. Thank you.